Today's episode is all about taking action, even if it's messy action. Too often, we wait until conditions are perfect or for the stars to all be aligned before we start doing the things we need to do in order to actively pursue our career goals. And often, time and opportunity passes us by because we are simply not ready when it presents. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to invite you to become a Life Beyond Clinical Practice Insider. By signing up to our weekly emails, you will have all of our latest information on career development for healthcare professionals delivered directly into your inbox. These include must-read articles, free resources, and much more. So click the link in the show notes and sign up today. Let's go. Welcome to Life Beyond Clinical Practice. Are you a health professional who feels stunted by the daily grind? Do you want more from your career, but are really not sure how to navigate a shift away from clinical practice? Do you want to make a bigger impact in your field and wish you had a mentor to guide you through this process? Hi, I'm Dr. Diane and I get you. As a clinician, I loved serving people, but my desire to grow and scale my professional impact pushed me to find a new path, one which taught me incredibly valuable lessons in successfully navigating career change. In this podcast, I will share resources as well as tried and tested strategies that will help you clarify the steps you need to take to move your career in the direction of your dreams. So put on that stethoscope, pull up a chair and let's chat. When I reflect on my own career journey, I'm so thankful that at key points of transition, I took messy action to pivot my career. The moves were calculated, but by no means perfect. What do I mean by that? Well, right when I left clinical practice to seek out a new path in public health, my clinical skills and undergraduate degree were all I really had, along with an innate drive to make an impact in an area of need. And at the time, very few optometrists in South Africa and globally had an interest in public eye health or were even aware of the scale of unmet eye care needs and the systemic changes that needed to take place to improve equity in access and service provision. So, because of my desire to be part of addressing this emerging need, opportunities were offered to me which I was definitely not qualified for, but took on nonetheless to get into the space I wanted to make a difference in. I knew that I had it in me to learn on the go and in so doing, grow and scale my impact. And that I did. My first transitional assignment was to teach a semester course for my former university professor who had become my mentor in public eye health. I felt totally unqualified as I had never stood in front of a classroom before. But he reassured me that I could do it and that I would be fine because he was there to support me. And so I did it. And I'm pretty sure it was far from ideal, but I did the best I could with what I had and survived. And that was my first introduction to university teaching, 
which later became a very big part of my growth journey. For the next and big assignment that followed soon after, I was asked to head up the implementation of a pilot project for the integration of optometry services into the public health system in one of South Africa's nine provinces. This was all within one year of leaving clinical practice and I was still just this young optometrist with no additional training wanting to make a difference. And again, without having any of the details of how I would accomplish this, I bravely accepted this opportunity, which provided me with immense growth and exposure. Everything from project planning to designing a primary eye care training course and actually training community nurses in screening and referral protocols, as well as advocating with Ministry of Health officials, fell within my area of responsibility. Through this first big assignment, I made significant connections which later proved valuable. And over the years, I continued to nurture this professional network. I believe without a doubt that if I had labored in decision-making or feelings of inadequacy with either of these opportunities, that I may never have accomplished the career milestones that I have, or ventured into these areas of impact, nor been able to grow and scale my career to the extent that I have. Bottom line is that when opportunities presented, I was, with healthy ambition, brave enough to dive in to unfamiliar territory and then learn how to swim. If I had waited until I knew how to swim in those waters, well, I likely would have missed those strategic opportunities. Now let's look at some of the reasons why people don't make career development progress or accomplish their dreams. I've observed these so many times with people close to me who hold themselves back because they fear change, want the entire picture to be clear before they make any kind of move or simply feel as if they don't yet measure up in that space. Number one, analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis is the inability to make a decision due to overthinking an issue. From my own experience, in order to strategically pivot your career, you have to be able to make peace with the fact that conditions may not be perfect. You may not have all of your questions answered to the extent that would make you feel comfortable and you have to, at some point, be prepared to take risks. If you remain stuck in a place of waiting for all your conditions to be met or all of the relevant pieces of the puzzle to be in place, you may be out of sync with the timing of strategic opportunities. While you should definitely be responsible in terms of evaluating your options and the pros and cons of each possible decision, mulling over minute details may cause the opportunity to pass you by. Number two, talking to too many people. This is a dangerous one. I know people who are so afraid to make big decisions that they go through these analysis discussions looking for reassurance or input from everyone they know or who is possibly willing to listen and perhaps validate their anxieties or insecurities. This can make the problem even worse because most people have different opinions and viewpoints on all things. Then, if the advice of one person 
adds to the anxiety or confusion, they move on to the next person, hoping to hear something more reassuring. As you can see, this can quickly create anxiety and take you back to point one, analysis paralysis. I find this is often the case when people do not have a clear idea about what they want or what they need to do. Their lack of focus or not knowing their purpose, calling or niche, or the confidence they may have in themselves or lack thereof holds them back. When you are convinced about what you need to do, you really need the opinion of others. Thirdly, talking to the wrong people. Seeking advice or reassurance from those close to you who know you well and have your best interest at heart is wise. But talking to the wrong people can be damaging. People who don't know you well enough will not know your heart, your gifts or your passions. Your giftings and purpose are precious and therefore should be carefully guarded, shared only with those whose opinions you trust, who understand you and whose values align with yours. Else, you may be talked out of something that is a God opportunity. Ultimately, you need to follow your heart because you know best what you ought to do and will have to live with the consequence of indecision. Fourthly, not trusting the process. Taking messy action doesn't guarantee instant results. In fact, there's almost always a process to growth and development. But sometimes we are impatient and when we don't see quick results, we may be inclined to think that we've made a mistake in taking action in the first place. Impatience, in terms of wanting to see the benefits of your decision right away, can rob you of the long-term benefits that come from staying the course. Knowing where you're headed and being very clear on your why helps you to stick with the program. When you allow yourself to be distracted by bumps in the road, you may veer off course or lose your way. So taking messy action means everything may not be perfect. You may not yet have the degree, may not yet tick off all the requirements for the kind of role you're targeting or have direct industry contacts, but you are ready to say yes to strategic opportunities which may present themselves and then trust the process. And trust me, when you do, you will eventually reach your goal. It may not be a straight line, but you will get there nonetheless if you stay focused. Well, I trust that this blessed you. And before I go, I would like to remind you of the opportunity to become a Life Beyond Clinical Practice Insider. By clicking the link in the show notes and signing up to our weekly emails, you will get VIP access to our free resources, upcoming courses, and much more. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show and would love to connect with you on a more personal level. So why not sign up today? I look forward to connecting. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who needs to be inspired to reach for more professionally? Also, I would love it if you would take just a few minutes to leave a five-star rating for the show on Apple Podcasts, as well as a quick written review to let us know how the show is helping you on your career journey. 
Alright, that's it for now. Meet me back here on Monday for another episode of Life Beyond Clinical Practice. Goodbye.